Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Counterculture Ketchup. I'm Joel, that's Jamie, and uh, tonight our weekly discussion was about Halloween. Mm. So as you can tell, me and Jamie are both wearing interesting um, <laughs> uh, not provocative t-shirts. It, yes, a little bit provocative. <laughs> I have one of the best Christian metal bands ever. Uh, mortification with an angel slaying a goblin which i thought was very halloweeny can you have christian metal is like that a the, thing well we'll talk about that oh, next week subject, on actually, counterculture man. yes and if you have me on i think everybody's gonna know <laughs> what the answer will be and then jamie's got his taking back the rainbow so he's gonna go as a um with all rainbow colored for when he goes halloween oh yeah right? like a clown oh, yeah, or sure. something yeah. like that yeah, yeah skittles. skittles i'm wearing a skittles Perfect. outfit yes yeah all right, good to know. So, <laughs> well, here at Counterculture Ketchup, our goal is to motivate the church to influence the culture around us with the kingdom of God by applying a biblical worldview to every single topic. And this topic is about Halloween, trick-or-treating, the origins of Halloween, the um, effects spiritually that um, some things that happen on Halloween obviously are not very godly. So we will get into all of that. To my left is our petrifying pastor, oh. Jamie. Oh, I get it, yeah. Mm-hmm. See that? Wow, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we got into Halloween. I think it's a really important topic because a lot of Christians, you know, they've, they've formulated opinions whether based on, um, maybe they've spent a lot of time looking into it. But I think the majority of people have just kind of based their opinion on on either a message that they heard or mm-hmm. maybe something that they heard about the origin of Halloween. And it's really, rather than, than really building a good foundation for their opinion, they, they uh, have either, you know, gone all the way to where it's just, just demonic, we're not going to get involved, mm. or maybe the other way, you know, where it's like, yeah, whatever, it's not a big deal. It's, you know, mm. it's, it's, a fine, fun. it's a fine, it's a fine, let's hang out, yeah. we'll, we'll just have some fun. Yeah. And, uh, but regardless of, you know, maybe, maybe you end up on one of those sides. Now, it's not necessarily wrong, and we'll get into all of that, but the, 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 the fact that you take the time yeah. to really establish. And somebody in the, the group tonight, I thought, said something really great, um, which is not uncommon for, for him. He says a lot of great things. Oh, thank you, Jamie. Um, not Joel. Oh, oh, oh okay. <clears throat> no. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but he, he was saying that, you know, rather than revisiting this, this thing every year and being wondering Mm -hmm. is this you know you know is it right is it wrong to really take the time to formulate a solid opinion and we should do that in everything yes you know and that's our goal that is the goal really like how does this fit how does this fit in the scripture how does this fit with um with our conscience how does this all fit together Mm -hmm. and and ultimately getting into a place of where as a christian what's my job and how, you know, how, how does what I've been called to, how can I use this in this situation, mm-hmm. you know? And so, so we'll get into all of the little details there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had an opportunity tonight to watch a, so we're, 
we're doing a podcast on a podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is a little bit different. Um, but uh, if but somebody the, would like to review our podcast, <laughs> yes. then it would be like a total inception nightmare. <laughs> we just have <laughs> a podcast go. reviewing a podcast yeah. who's reviewing another podcast. Yes, if we just had some mirrors behind us, that would be really cool. That would be good too. But yeah. uh, but anyway, so it's uh, so yeah, so it's reviewing a podcast from the Remnant Radio. Mm-hmm. And if you have an opportunity to, if you don't know anything about Remnant, you know, take the time, look at their stuff. They do a lot of great mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, we kind of very similar you know, to what we do. Yeah. yeah, we kind of model our podcast based on kind of how they do stuff. They have a lot of people dif- from different walks of different uh, aspects of the faith to come in and to do interviews and to s- share their different views on stuff. Yeah. But this time it was just the three main people who are part of the podcast. They didn't bring anybody else in. Um, but they each, I, I thought they had maybe a little different views in between one another, but for the most part, they were right on the same page. And this was the first podcast that we have done on counterculture since we started the podcast that I think, like, I agreed with pretty much everything that they said, which was very refreshing Yeah. to not have to be like, oh, I got to sit through this. You know, <laughs> right. Again. Um, like progressive Christianity. <laughs> yes, oh, exactly. Poke my eyes out. Oh my yeah. goodness. But um, it was it was so refreshing. Like everything that they were saying, I'm just like, that's exactly how I would have put it, but much better <laughs> than how I would have put it. Oh, oh, I thought you were saying you would have put it better. Oh, no, come nice. on. I'm not. <laughs> nice. No. Hey. <laughs> Slamming the podcast we're <laughs> using for our podcast. You can tell Perfect. by the view count. I mean, where <laughs> who really is the better podcast? <laughs> Wait, do they have more than us? <laughs> by a little bit. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Uh, <laughs> So great stuff. All right. So where do we want to go from here? Um, there was a, there was a, actually, if I could. Yes. Know, I go could, ahead. Go ahead. Um, so the, uh, before we we did the uh, the video, which we normally will will pray then uh, during counterculture, we'll pray. Then we'll we'll watch a video, whether it's a debate or a podcast or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then we'll discuss it later. I felt like because this was a subject that, you know, Everybody knows what Halloween is. Right. You know, there's no like great theological, mm-hmm. like, well, I, I don't know anything about this. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to kind of get the the feeling of everybody sitting there prior to watching right. the opinions that were being expressed in the podcast. Because we've all been affected by it one way or another. Sure. And so, so it was good. And we got a lot of good input from that, I think. Mm-hmm. And so, you know... Um, but as we got through that, you know, I'd like to touch on, and then we'll, we'll touch on this later, but some of the group thoughts that I thought really kind of were real key takeaways from the whole thing, you know, and we'll close with that, I think. Hopefully I remember <laughs> to close with that. But, but, uh, but there were some really good things, you know, and, and I mentioned one, you know, which was establish a solid, well-developed biblical opinion so we don't have to revisit this mm-hmm. every year. Yep. You know, and that's a key takeaway. And we should do that for everything. Man, I think that's probably, like, the best thing that I got out of this. Because before, I, re- you know, I really didn't think about it too much. Except for, like, obviously there's weird stuff that happens. They have, like, Mischief Day, you know, um, trick-or-treating. There's mischief some... Night. Okay, <clears throat> min- yeah, yeah, whatever. Come on, man. Going through it tonight, just realizing what the different issues are and being able to formulate my own opinion on it, but um, based on the categories that are really important to, to say, not just is it a sin or is it not a sin? Right. It's like, well, what does that even mean that it would be a sin? Why would it be a sin? What does it mean that um, it's say there's something demonic that goes on in it? 
does that mean that just because I am, let's say, trick-or-treating, that I'm participating in that necessarily? Or is that just something that other people are doing, which there's demonic stuff that goes on all throughout the world all the time. Um, but what does it mean for us to be like participating in it? And so instead of saying, you know, should we celebrate right, Halloween? Sure. It's like, what does that even mean, celebrate? You're right. You know, <clears throat> does that just mean that we do what the world does on that day? Um, and it also gets into like, what is our views on just holidays in general? You know, Christmas, Thanksgiving, these all have different origins um, that some of them are very, you know, shady. Um, some of them are totally fine. You know, a lot of them were from the the church um, kind of baptizing, for lack of a better word, um, like a pagan type of holiday and being like, well, Christians should do something on that day, you know. And so the whole world is God's world, right? Right. And um, Jesus has all authority. And so it, it's not like Satan gets a special day for himself, right? you know, but then the rest are God's. Like, no, it's all God's. Um, and no other spiritual force can contend with the one true god and so um we should do something on that day like easter let's say um where um we celebrate the resurrection instead of celebrating you know ishtar or whatever sure. these false gods who really aren't anything anyway right um and we'll get into that in the the, the biblical passages about false gods where it's like they're really not gods at all uh, not to say that there isn't demonic yes, power course, and that yeah. there there isn't you know, uh, curses or, you know, the, the devil's real. Yeah. It's just how much, how much power does he have? Right. We can over inflate yeah, the power absolutely. that he does have. And especially knowing who we are in Christ, which we talk about so much. Um, it's like the devil has no hold over us anymore. You know, right. we've, we've died to our sin. We no longer have his, like the devil's, um, DNA, let's say like in us, you know, it's like, that's all gone. We've got the spirit of God in us. We have authority over demons. We have authority over anything, satanic principalities and powers and all that. Like we take back those strongholds. That's what um, Paul says. You know, we take back the principalities and powers and stuff by our faith and by the putting on the armor of God. We're able to fight back and not shrink back in fear, you know, because of of this demonic realm. It's so great and mighty. It's like not really mighty anymore. Jesus kind of like destroyed the works of the devil. Right. You know, so let's go take it back. Right. Exactly. You know? <laughs> exactly. And well, and that's that's part of, I think, what uh, uh, interestingly enough, the, the early church with the, the idea of, well, that day was dedicated to, you know, a, a, a false God. Well, the church would go, well, that's our day now. Right. You know, we're going to take that day. Yeah. And it's like, perfect, let's do it. But it is interesting because I know as a young Christian, not having good, well-formulated opinions, Mm -hmm. like those kind of things would scare me Mm -hmm. and be like, well, is that right? Like, you know, maybe, maybe that day shouldn't be, Mm -hmm. you know, observed. Why would we, you know, like December 25th? Well, that's not when Jesus was born, Mm -hmm. you know, he wasn't born in December, you know, but that's the day we chose. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know all the history about it, but I I feel like it, it, it's a day that maybe was used in some other, you know, uh, other belief system mm-hmm. and the church was like nope that's ours now and yeah. i to to me now i looked at and go hey man yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do it oh you think you own that no right. no you don't <laughs> jesus owns that exactly he, he's got that so yeah. we're gonna take that from you but now. the more that we can just formulate <laughs> an opinion not just say it's a sin because of yes. this or i can't do this well why like just be able to take 
the, the food for thought from every single avenue and be like, oh, I see where that problem would be here, but it's not a problem here because of this reason. Right. And so, um, especially if you have kids, I can totally see why I would be like, should I send my kids out trick-or-treating? Like maybe for me, it's like, I know who I am in Christ. I have no problem. Like people come into my door, I'll witness to them. I can hand out tracts, which I'm planning on doing, which I can't wait for. Um, to, to the kids and stuff. It's like a free conversation with, exactly. with somebody about the Lord. Like it's wide open. Yeah. Now you're, they're coming to your house. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, hey, mister. <laughs> and, and like asking to be given things. Yeah. It's like, well, I will give you candy yeah. and I will give you the gospel. Well, one of, so. one of the things too, and, and uh, I don't know if you thought about this, but it's kind of like, it's kind of like tipping too. Like when you go out to a restaurant, mm-hmm. if you just leave a tract and give like a piddly little tip, right, right. bad idea, yeah. bad witness, looks bad all the time. Some people have left just tracks and it's like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Like to us, yeah, of course, that's the most valuable the most thing valuable, in the world. Yeah. But, you know, to the world, it's foolishness, you know, it yeah. doesn't mean anything, you know. Yeah. But if they could pay their bills and you just help right. them do that, exactly. yes. they're definitely built a little bit little more, more rapport. To, right. Yeah, to, to, for them to read that and actually like, like take it in i still but, uh, remember i still remember the first time i got a million dollar bill for my birthday and i thought it was really a million dollars and it was really attract and i definitely cried for a good majority of oh, that birthday is that right? yes yeah. being wow. like who would who do kid? that <laughs> to a kid that was so like seven evil. that's so evil about teaching you you know oh, to value the right things gee, I don't you know, know man. it definitely stuck with me that's but, for uh, sure but in, in related to that i was watching uh prior to this i was watching a mike winger video Mm -hmm. and had to do with Halloween Mm -hmm. so trying to prep you know get all this stuff set up and and he was like he's like I get the good candy like Mm -hmm. I get good candy and you got to get it early because you end up Mm -hmm. with junk candy so if you're going to give out tracks give out good candy you know so spend the money it's worth it. You get stuck you with know. raisinets or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. Here's a penny. Don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> hey, thanks, mister. Oh, and by the way, here's a track. Let um, me tell you about this, Jesus. <laughs> oh, is he stingy right like now. you? <laughs> you don't want to make the kids, like, shriek in horror oh. and, and run away. Hey, thanks. You're a great guy. Um, but, uh... <laughs> But anyway, so so that gets us mm-hmm. to you know the the three particular uh, portions of mm-hmm. what this was, what they yes. were dealing with. The three categories that the we should be looking at yeah. when we're making a decision about is Halloween something that we should be participating in sure. or not. And well, I thought I mean, these it, are three yeah. really good categories yeah. to kind of cover yeah. all of the all of our basis on it. Yeah. What are those categories? Um, so one is the the history of Halloween and the origins of it. Right. Uh, the other one is the spiritual aspect of it, and the demonic and all that stuff. And then the third is the ethical portion yeah. of it. So, getting getting to the origins, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that? Like, yeah, regarding like what what is the importance of the origin of these kind of things? Yeah, so because yeah, um, we can get hung up on that. It's you know? yeah, that that is really interesting to me because now Halloween's taken on a completely different spirit, a life of its own, really. And you know, tradition does that; it just kind of grows and grows sure. and grows, and all of a sudden now it's just about um, dressing up in whatever way you can, like to be the the most out front and usually the most scary and stuff. But it's like, well, where did that even come from? You know, and the origins of it are very um, convoluted and muddy, so it's not the easiest thing to ascertain. But I do think it would be important if this was a day that was specifically created to 
celebrate evil, <clears throat> evil spirits, or even the dead, like to celebrate sure. death, right, or something like that. Um, to me, that would carry some weight rather than if, let's say, the church started it in the, um, let's say, the early church started. Let's have a day where we remember the martyrs who have died in Christ. Sure. Um, I would have no problem. I would have less of a problem with it if that's what it started at. Now, we know that it's taken kind of a turn for the worse in at least our modern day. Like, somehow it got to being what it is today. I don't know exactly, like, how that, like, linearly made it to the way that it is. But, um... I have an idea. Okay. But, <laughs> however it got there, um, if it was the early church being, like, we want a day to celebrate those who have passed on, then, to me, that makes it, like, okay, this is this did not start off as a this is Satan's day kind of a thing, you know, whereas if it was Satanist or pagan worshipers who were like, we need a day that we can celebrate our false gods and dress up to try to scare the spirits away. If that was the origins of it, it might make a difference. Either way, I'd like to know because I think it helps me to have a well-rounded um, view so that I can make an informed decision sure. based on it. So. Sure. Well, uh, like the... <clears throat> What's interesting to it with the idea of, well, did it start in like the the Celtic tradition? You know, there's a lot of, like you said, there's kind of a lot of muddy history on that. So like I've heard a bunch of different things regarding like jack-o'-lantern, what it was about, yep. you know, and it was uh, it was a druid thing. And, mm -hmm. you know, and so there's there's a lot of things there that I don't I don't know if they're part of it for real, though, you know, like people can people can take stuff they read and it, Oh, this, this attaches to that somehow. Mm -hmm. And it may not, you know? And so, mm -hmm. you know, the, so the origins really, I like, I get what you're saying with the origins, but that was such a hang up for me in that, like, well, if this started with Druids, I don't want anything to do with it okay. kind of thing. But with the, the viewpoint that I have now, it's like I have to look at it for what it is right. now. Mm -hmm. And I think you were saying that. Like, what is it now? Because I'm not out there. Like, I don't go out anyway. Just so, you know, yeah. it's just something my wife and I, we just never had done it. Yeah. You and, wouldn't really uh, be interested in it. <laughs> yeah. And my kids and, and where I live, it's like literally a mm -hmm. waste of time. Yeah. You know, you, you walk 10 like, minutes from house yeah, to house. You hit like 10 houses. We made it. You know, and be like, yeah, great. I got like, and you know, I could have just bought a bag of candy. And so, uh, and the kids would be fine with that. Just, let's just have some candy. Exactly. The candy is the main thing. The fact that I don't go out doesn't mean that my, my opinion about it is, is that it's evil. You mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. it's just that, um, that's how, that's where it started is like, oh, this is evil. Well, now I've formulated a, an opinion structured better mm -hmm. on more sound information and trying to look at not just the origins okay. but yeah. all of like okay so am i am i worshiping am i doing some sort of act of satanic worship mm -hmm. by doing this and there's no evidence to show that mm -hmm. you know yeah so and i'm i wouldn't be out there dressed as a ghoul or whatever sure. yeah you know and, and although even with even with some of that, like I, I totally understand the, you know, First Thessalonians five, free all appearance of evil. You yep. know, the, those. I think it's five, and uh, and and so like I, I get that, but even in that, some of that is just innocuous. Mm -hmm. You know, just like oh, you know, you want to be a little scared. All right, but mm -hmm. 
it can get overboard, you right. know, with sensuality yeah. and and Definitely. and yeah. really gory horror, and, yeah. you know, and all that stuff. And I, I mean, I have some, I've had some crazy ideas for Halloween costumes. So, <laughs> yes, you have. Um, you shared a couple with me, <laughs> which will not make it onto this <laughs> <No>. podcast. <laughs> but uh, so, but it, you know, so but anyway, so my for my opinions have have changed. And so understanding the history of it, I think, is useful, uh, but only to help form an opinion. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so. and he brought up a couple of good points in the, in the podcast about, you know, we take Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Like, where do we get those words? Like, Sunday right. is that was such a good for, yeah. for the sun god, right? That's, that's how that the whole Roman pantheon of gods, like, each day would have been made to as, like, homage to those. Right. Well, it's like, it's not like we don't live using those days still. Right. So how consistent are we really being? If we just say, well, we're not going to do this, but we still say Sunday, we still celebrate our birthdays right. where there's definitely pagan origins with the lighting of the candles and all of that for our birthdays, too. Yeah. Um, so it's like, are you just saying Halloween because it's like more on the face of it evil? Yeah. But it's like you have to live a consistent life. You right. know, if it's one thing, then it's got to be everything. Or you have to at least have good reasons why you're not going to do anything with Halloween. Exactly. But you will for christmas or for birthdays or whatever it is you know that gets to um i I forget the guy's name Uh, there's two michaels and there's a josh oh the one michael okay i would assume the Uh, one with the mustache like a hairy caterpillar or the other one one who was in colorado (laughs) yes the caterpillar guy okay Okay. um but he was saying like is the question was like is the day evil itself is it owned by the devil right you know and he was like he was like no days are owned by the devil Amen. You know, so every day has, is God's day. Every day is God's day. This is the day, day that exactly. the Lord has made. Exactly. Even so, so it's like, you know, we have to be careful with that. Mm-hmm. Then, and well, the other Mike, Mike, the one on the left. That's Josh. Josh. Oh. Okay. I don't know these guys. Well, you have a Mike, son named Mike Josh, and Josh. So. Okay. Um, but he gave a great example too of the yoga. Yes. You know, yep. and it was like talking about yoga. And if you do this stretch, mm-hmm. well, it's a yoga stretch. But does that make that like like there's no patent. The devil doesn't have a patent <laughs> on, on, a that, on that move, right. you know. But if you tie it all together yes. yep. and follow the six or whatever different moves and stretches in yoga, mm-hmm. and it's telling a story of how one god kills another god yep. or beheads another god. Well, then, okay, well, maybe then you need to really reconsider. Is this something? Because it's not, then it's not just the action. Mm -hmm. It's not the moves, but there's, it's, it's an actual, the the nature of what it is. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Is worship. It's telling a story of a false God. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's Hindu worship. Right. So you're, you're actually, you're actually, it's like, it's like you're doing the, the act of worship. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. and it's just, that's yeah, a lot I think different. The whole thing could really be <clears throat> summarized by if you're going to somebody's house, let's say for trick or treating, right? And you're dressed like a witch or a warlock or something. It's like right away, your witness for the Lord sure. is you're going to look just like the world, right? So that's why we used to go dressed as like Bible characters, you know, or do something that is shining a light into where the darkness or is. Or narcoleptic. Yes. Yeah. That's one of it's Jamie's like famous. My favorite. That's like my favorite costume. He gets into a conversation with somebody. If I don't want to hear and... say I just fall asleep. <laughs> and I don't have, and you to, don't dress have to dress up. up. Yep. 
This is perfect. Yeah, I mean, God kind of gave you like a ready-made mask already, so thank you. You do have that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We're even making their jokes that they made. (laughs) We can't can't just steal everything from them. (laughs) They're they're going to give us poor Christians. Like we steal from. Oh, I guess they're on our team already. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like stealing from the pagans. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 Which I'm all. We're not taking their kingdom position. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No. It's not no. gonna work like that. Um, but if you go to somebody's house, let's say in your church reading, and and they invite you into their house to take part in the séance or a, a right, coven, and they are right. are witches, right? <clears throat> this that's a completely different category than innocent trick or treating, and especially if you're giving out tracts or, or the gospel and stuff. Like at that moment, we've shifted into a completely different realm literally really um but now you have a chance if that does happen which i don't know if that would in your neighborhood but you know there are witches and you know witchcraft is a real thing so um if that were to happen now you have to put on a completely you have to put on the armor of god and be like no i'm not participating in this sure so if you participate in something like with the yoga or even with sunday and monday right if somebody now puts that into the category of if you say this word you're worshiping that god let's say you know but your intent and your motives has to factor into this they brought up a really good point about a ouija board right like nobody like unintentionally is doing um like um trying to project project the future predict the future or from a or speak bond, to a someone Ouija board. yeah speak, yeah, to, speak to the dead to speak to the dead sure yeah. but you're not doing that unintentionally <laughs> right you know as if like oh by accident i just happened to do this like satanic act or whatever sure. it's like there's something inherent in a ouija board that this is the reason that it exists okay yeah so um so that is different than um let's say just going trick-or-treating or something and what is your intent in that if, if you can do that to the Lord, and you are worshiping God in doing that, let's say, or celebrating at your church, like a lot of people do that, Uh, or celebrating Reformation Day, October 31st, which is kind of how, like, the the church has, again, stolen something from Satan and being like, well... Protestant church. Yeah. The the Catholic church did it first. Right. Protestant church was like, yeah, we want that too. That's usually how it works. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We need a a day too. We're going to take that too. That's got power behind it, right? Mm. Luther, woo, mm-hmm. beer and pretzels. <laughs> um, but uh, wow, is that a like recipe to get fat? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, but it's a good life, you know. It sounds pretty tasty, but I don't like pretzels. And he also had chronic constipation, so that probably didn't know. And you could probably tell why with that kind of a diet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little water. Alrighty then. Maybe a little water every once in a while, <laughs> right. Mr. Luther. Please. God, why have you burdened me with this this illness? Well, I'm pretty sure that's on you, Martin. <laughs> Hate to break it to you. I've been trying to warn you. Do not get drunk with beer. Pretty yes. sure I wrote that in the Bible, right? Yeah. Why the mocker? Strong drink. Strong drink is, is yes. Anyway, so the point is, um, participating in something with godly motives is not necessarily the same as participating in ungodly sure. things, you know. But, like, participating in something that you know is, like, yeah, I think you address this, but yeah. what you know is, like, this is just plain wrong. Right. Yeah, it right. doesn't work like that. You know? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go hang out at the bar because, right. well, you know. 
I'm going to witness. This is what people. Luther did, yeah. so it must be fine. <laughs> hey, you got any pretzels? Um, but uh, so, and then. Yeah, I, be smart. You know, be. Yeah. Use your mind and use your common sense and your conscience. Sure. Which they talked about. Sure. Too, and the Bible talks about. Well, here's here's a question, and I want to throw you for a loop, but Bring I'd be it. curious what you what your thoughts are. I have actually a couple things for you. Awesome. Purpose, like, for you. That we didn't talk about. What before. if, right? And they they bring this up in it, but it's a, it's a, a little bit different. What if you dress up like Gandalf <laughs> in the Lord of the Rings? Mm-hmm. And go trick-or-treating. Yeah, they did bring up Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, so we want to live consistently. I love Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It is my favorite movie of all time. I'm reading The Cimmerillion currently, which I fall asleep to every time, but I'm sticking to it. Nice. It's like the historic Well, it lines, the right up, story lines right up with uh, Rings of Power, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is, yes. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, unfortunately, they don't even have the rights to that book, so they can't use anything in it. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, so that's probably why the show is not doing as well as it wants <laughs> They do it mention to be. Sil- Silmaril in it. They can, I guess, use the yeah, word because the word is word, used yeah. in something they have the rights in. Yeah. So, so what would you yes, do if it? you go as Gandalf. Okay, so the way that I would view Lord of the Rings and Narnia and, and you know, Christian fantasy. Narnia, another one. Yeah, yeah. great. Uh, is in is in two ways. One, it is using things like magic and the supernatural, let's say, um, to prove a point about God. Both of them were believers, Lewis and, and Tolkien. Um, and so but the way that I would still try to be consistent with that is there you, like there's miracles in the Bible. There's a supernatural in the Bible, right? So we don't have to say all supernatural things. I'm using supernatural, even including wizardry in that. I understand that's... It's beyond nature. Sure, yeah. Um, and I think this is what Tolkien was doing. I don't have anything currently to back it up. But um, I think they were saying the, the world is a magic world. This world that we live in is a spiritual world. We see it on a physical plane, but there's so many spiritual things happening around us all the time. And I think what they're trying to get the point of is... Actually, this is fantasy, yes, this story, obviously, but this really is happening in your world. It's kind of a reflection of the the principles or the 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 uh, it wouldn't be a, a an exact representation mm-hmm. of what's going on but it's sure. yeah. but it's a um, in story form obviously yeah it'd be an, it, it's allegorical to what's actually mm-hmm. going on in, but it, in real life. they use physical things mm-hmm. yeah. like gandalf's staff that can shoot off you know whatever sure. to make it more real to us because we can't see the spiritual side but like we would be extremely wrong and ignorant to think that spiritual things don't happen in this or this world that's a that's an interesting perspective that's good i don't know if that answers Uh, that's good i I wanted to throw you something you know a little bit a little bit out of the box Mm -hmm. um but uh the uh another thing so there there's a lot that that they went over too um the well we'll we'll touch on just to finish up what we're talking about when it comes to the origins, the history, mm-hmm. and, and uh, they mention it in the video, mm-hmm. the term genetic fallacy. Yep. You know, and I think that's good. It's good for us to, to realize that because the genesis of something was one way means that it's, it's evil now or, or it's, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be dealt with now or whatever. It's, you know, so so it's, it's really a genetic fallacy. Um, yeah, in other words, th- this came from something other than a godly source. Right. So therefore, nothing about it could ever be used for God. Right. But uh, 
I think that the devil does not have any actual source of anything. Sure. Actually, Tolkien was huge on this. Yeah. All that the devil could ever do is twist something that God has made for good. Right. right. And you look at all of these things in Halloween that that is used for um, you know glorifying Satan and stuff, even like sexual things and things like that. It's like God made this still. Sure. And Satan, you know, twists and perverts it, obviously, but Satan didn't come up with it. Right. Yeah, you know? he didn't create anything. So he's the one who's twisting it. Back. All we're trying to do he is reclaim to. it yeah. for God. Well, what's interesting, too, when you consider, like, us fallen humankind, what does God do? He reclaims exactly. it. Exactly. You know, right. he comes in, boop, okay, yeah. I'm going to change you. Yeah. You know, yep. it's like, well, that's what we do. Yep. Exactly. You know, that's what Christianity does. He created Adam and Eve. It brings it back to the state that it should be in. Mm-hmm. You know, that really is the case. It's not that we're going in and we're 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 creating something new. We're bringing what it we're bringing back like redeeming. Yes. You know, it's exactly. redeeming the earth. Exactly. It's redeeming these this area that Satan has a stronghold over. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, no. You know, you perverted that. We're redeeming it yep. for for Christ. Exactly. Yep. Bring it back to where it's supposed to be. Yep. Yeah. And same thing with with everything that's supernatural <clears throat> is it's it's still that's God's realm too. You know that's why all of it. Like yeah. brought up with Paul, we destroy arguments and every all these high things that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. We take every thought captive. Like we bring those things down t- and put it under the authority of Christ. Yeah. You know we don't leave that and don't we? Well, we just can't even go into that sphere at all because it's you know dangerous for us or whatever it's like if that's something that we need to take back like be like knowledgeable be safe obviously in terms of like you have to be careful yes when you're dealing with things in the supernatural obviously um but i brought up like a christian missionary going to a third world country that has been like overtaken by voodoo and and poverty yeah Mm -hmm. like haiti um we don't want to say no because there's voodoo there it's dangerous for us to go there it's like that place needs to be one for Christ, you yeah. know. And the stronghold has to be torn down yeah. and redeemed for Christ. And for who's going to do that? But Christians. That is what we're here for. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so if if our mindset is no, we're gonna that we might be overtaken if we go in there or something like that, then we're not going to take that ground back, and sure. it's just going to get worse and worse. Well, but we well, have to step in, you know. Well, there is that verse which I could see people kind of uh, uh, getting a hold of. Where it says, you know, um, where the guy is casting out a demon, you know, and mm-hmm. and and he uh, and the demon goes, well, Paul, I know, mm-hmm. or Jesus, I know, <laughs> Paul, I know, but you, mm-hmm. I don't know you, mm-hmm. and then he beat the crud out of him, <laughs> and it's like so people could be like, I'm sure can read that and go, well, I have to be really mm-hmm. really careful. Yeah. Now, the, of course, you, there there is care, but. Yeah. Um, but we have authority but over man, them. Man, we have authority, and and in in un uh, an ignorant fear, we'll mm-hmm. say of of the enemy is I think is foolish. You know, I, maybe those are harsh words, but I I think it's unwise. We'll say it's unwise to hold, and they talk about this too inflating the power of the devil you mentioned that too Mm -hmm. it's this this inflation this because it's outside of our realm you know like all these things we don't see them so it's freaky you know we don't know what to do with all these things but we have to hold fast to what does god's word say first of all about who god is Mm -hmm. second of all about who we are in christ Mm -hmm. and then look at 
well, what is the deal with all this stuff going on? Mm -hmm. And then it's like, well, okay. Then if you really understand that, mm -hmm. then you look at that and go, well, I'm not really afraid of that. You know, yep. it's like, all right, it's there, but I'm yep. not afraid of yeah. that. Yeah. Like it, it, he has no power over me. Right. Greater is he who is in me than he right. is in the world. It's the reality of what it is. Mm -hmm. And we can get so, and you look at like, it's so funny. Like we talked about a, what, a few, a few weeks ago where it's like, uh, Satan shows his hand yeah. it's because he can't help but do that mm -hmm. because it's like, ah, you know, mm -hmm. the next move I just have to do wrong. It's evil. <laughs> And it's like he he shows himself for who he is by by these this like fear mongering, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like evil, so vicious and yeah. you can't handle it. And, you know, and it's so powerful. And mm -hmm. and so all these horror movies, these slasher movies mm -hmm. with Halloween and jit and all this stuff. And you're going you know, the movie Halloween. And uh, mm -hmm. but but all of these, you know, these demonic movies and all this stuff. And you're going. Like, if you look at it from a Christian perspective, you go, there's nothing there. It's all pretentious. Yeah. yeah. It's like, so you're just, you know, let's fill the minds with people. Exactly. Fill their minds with fear. Yep. You know, and uh, and, contri and then, then people, even and Christians, get sucked into it. Mm -hmm. It's like, ah, oh, it becomes a fearful thing, you know, and they, and they talk about, like, the, uh, you know, the cursing, the candy, and all that stuff, yeah, you yeah. know, in the video. And, uh, and it's just so funny because it's like, um, and I mentioned, I think it's a good analogy. Um, I, you like the analogy, right? With the playing poker kind of thing. I didn't really get it. Honestly, yeah, okay. you can help me now. Okay. I'll help you. So like oh, they mentioned yeah. like the, I, the, I the candy and then, well, what if it's a witch and she curses mm -hmm. the candy and, and actually, cause we get into that. Cause this one guy, you know, who was into mm -hmm. witchcraft, yeah, he mentions these interesting things. video and, uh, and a video so, within the podcast. Yeah, that we're which was interesting, too. I like the ad. with. Oh, you didn't see that. <clears throat> no, there was an ad, but on my phone there was an ad, and then there was an ad within the ad. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was like, wow, what's going on here? That's kind of like um, what we're doing. <laughs> and so, uh, but, but anyway, so like a witch, you know, they curse the candy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, okay, so how about this? I'll see your curse, and I'll raise you. A blessing. I'll bless the candy, <laughs> and guess what? I you win. <laughs> you know, because that's how it is. Yep. It's like, well, you know, all right, curse that Okay. What, is that? what does that yep. even mean? Like, are you kidding? Really? Yeah, let's put up your, you know, demonic false god up against Yahweh yes. and see what happens. Yes. We'll just have to read some scripture to see how that turned out. Yeah. And it's just this. Like uh, Jonathan brought up the prophets of Baal. Yeah. Right. That was so good. Man. Yeah. That was and, such a great example. And it's like, well, you have Elijah and you have the other gods. Like, let's put it to a test. Which one is going to, you know, win? Yeah. It's always Yahweh that comes out on yeah. top. And we have that power in us. Yeah. You know? Even that, that verse you brought up about Jesus, I know, and Paul, you know, before Jesus ascended into heaven, like the Holy Spirit would have been not, not inside of his people yet, right? right. It, was, it, was with, it was outside. It was still a thing, obviously, but now Jesus said it'll be inside of us. So, um, and then when Jesus ascended into heaven, he said, all authority, right, in heaven and on earth is given to me. So now it's like we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us. It's like, well, that Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit of Jesus. Right. You know, that's like, so like we have his authority to do this, you know, which is unbelievable. Yeah. You know, like we have to take hold of that 
and realize the power that we do have in Christ. And we have nothing to be afraid of. Yeah, that's a huge takeaway from this whole thing, I think, you know, is, is really looking at it from the perspective, a biblical perspective of that we have nothing to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we have the almighty God in us. Mm-hmm. We have his DNA and we we're new. We're like, you know, we're mm-hmm. redeemed and he's and, and and look at what he says. And you referenced it. All authority has been given unto me. Mm-hmm. Therefore, go Mm -hmm. and make disciples. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's it's the therefore. Yeah. You know what is it there for? Right, right. Because all authority's been given to him. Mm -hmm. So what are we afraid of? Mm -hmm. Let's just go. Mm -hmm. Go make disciples. Let's take take the nations. Let's do Mm -hmm. what we got to do. Yeah. Somebody else brought up. I think it was. I think it was Lucy, but um, brought up a point about who are we supposed to fear in this in this world? We're not supposed to fear Satan. We're like, I don't find anywhere in the Bible where it says fear the devil or fear principalities. Sure. I understand taking care, right? But in terms of fearing, we fear God. Yeah. You know, God is the consuming fire, right? God is the one who has the has the authority over this life and eternal life, right? right? Um, but in terms of, like, fearing, fearing the devil and stuff, like, we just don't have to do that. And I do think that's one of the fascinations that people have with Halloween. I was thinking about this before. Like, what makes Halloween so attractive to kids especially and i think it's that the the unknown the ghosts right like sure. you know um all this the, the the wizards and stuff where it's like this thing might exist but i don't know if it does or not and i think that's something that satan plays off of of just in the mind of this unknown in the future what's going to happen <clears throat> what is going on with these um ouija boards and stuff like that like could we talk to the dead we don't really know and so it just makes it something that Satan can use to, to just fantasize off of sure. and um, make it into a bigger thing than it really is. Like you are saying, like just false pretense yeah. to thinking that all the demons have so much power, you know, and all, all of that. And it's like, I think that's what Satan wants us to believe, that he has all that power. Sure. But um, when we see who we are in Christ, he's like, cast out this demon and it's done, you know. I'd like to get into that a little bit, at, um, not not tonight, but <clears throat> in another counterculture, as we you know start to look at like the unseen realm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Michael Heiser has a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. on that, and uh, Remnant actually yep. does a thing with him yes. too, yep. and uh, very interesting mm-hmm. stuff. You know, somebody who has looked into you know scripturally what is it? What is a demon? There's what so are much, these things? There's so stuff much there in you're going that like. We can't pass over that. Yeah. There's so much in it. We don't it. know what to do with it, so we right. just don't really stay So we don't there. want to, like, enter it Yeah. for fear that something, you know, bad might overtake us if we open yeah. up ourselves to it. Right. And it's like, you've got the Spirit of God inside yeah. of you. I think you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, we can read the Scripture, okay? <laughs> right, yeah. right. Um, but also the, uh, um, like, ghosts, you know? I think that would be an interesting mm-hmm. subject to go over um, because it, there is, a, there's, there's this like fascination with that mm-hmm. now. Yep. There's, you know, the travel channel is like all, the ghost that's channel. all it yeah. is. <laughs> it's, that. it's like travel channel. Cool. Um, how about some like travel stuff, you know, mm-hmm. not like right. which haunted house yeah, are we yeah, going yeah, to, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know? And, uh, and so it's, it's so interesting. My, one of my favorites though. So like, first of all, uh, this'll be like a, um, I guess a confession. 
like I like some of that stuff, mm-hmm. the demon stuff I, I don't like. But it's to me, it's so amusing to watch these knuckleheads mm-hmm. like in these situations where you're going, oh, I saw this speck. It went across the mm-hmm. see that was a light orb from a, you know, and then did you see the, the that moved and like, oh, my goodness. Or or and then or they're like, yeah, there's something over here, and then they're, they're there to find stuff, right? That's their job, mm-hmm. right? That's why they're what there. What do you know? We found something. They found it, <laughs> and then they run away from it. I'm like, why would you run away from it? Mm-hmm. Stay there. That's mm-hmm. why you're there, right? You yeah. know, come. I'm like, let's come not confirm on. what it is. Yeah. We just want to know enough <laughs> right. to know there was something there. Yeah, I love it. It's like Al Capone. I knew it was Al Capone because I saw the silhouette of his oh, hat. That's so dumb. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> was he smoking a cigar too? Right. I'm like, ah, are you well, let's not me? stick around to really find out because I'm scared now. So. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. But anyway, I don't want to get off on that. Um, but it gets back to this guy. I forget his name. What was his name? Rodriguez or something like that. He was on TBN. Um, they they referenced you know, the guy who was talking about witchcraft oh, okay. and that kind of yeah. stuff yeah. in the video. And he was talking about like the spiritual ramifications, you know, that you're cheating on God. Mm. And he mentioned the cursing of the candy. These witches, mm-hmm. like he was involved in Satanism. Right. You know, like seriously, as you watch it. And I definitely encourage you to watch yeah. that video. Watch the whole the watch podcast, the whole podcast. Yeah. Um, like talks about ca- cursing candy, and you know a lot of witches are out that day. It's like an evil day, and and uh, and Anton Lavey, who was the high priest of the the Church of Satan, mm-hmm. you know he he referenced a statement from him which was like, the, um, he's so happy that Christians you know Christians are allowing their kids to go out and and be part of the Satan's day. Right. And, um, and it's like, you know, and it goes back to, well, it's not Satan's day. No. It's God's day. Anton LaVey. I, I like anybody who gives this guy any, yeah. like anything as nothing. a Christian, especially it's like, who are you? Like, yeah, are you kidding? Less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, um, you're not intimidating. Yeah. Sorry. You know, you, Jesus, eh, I'm going to go with Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, going to take so. the one who, who defeated, <laughs> defeated death. <laughs> right. Defeated death, yes. Yeah. Um, the power of sin. Amen. Yep. Amen. The one guy referenced, like, um, um, the one Mike from Colorado referenced, like, he has a lot of pastor friends who, you know, on Halloween, these, like, Wiccan mm-hmm. witches, these people would, like, sacrifice, you know, they found sacrificed animals on their lawns. Mm-hmm. Totem Totems, yep. you know, uh, pagan deity stuff and all this stuff. And, uh, and then we were talking about curses, you know, and the verse that came up, which was great. There's a couple verses. Yep. You know, Proverbs 26, 2, which I'll read. I have it ready to go. So this is great for us to get a hold of this. Like, understand, mm-hmm. you know, when we're like afraid, like this is what the scripture says, like, uh, like a sparrow and it's flitting, like a swallow and it's flying, a curse that is causeless does not alight, mm-hmm. does not stay, it does not doesn't land, do anything. doesn't do yep. anything. Mm-hmm. And so, so be encouraged with that. Um, mm-hmm. So, 
And then uh, you were going to reference, you know, um, the First Corinthians passage, which they bring up also. Yeah, so in First Corinthians uh, chapter 8, Paul talks about pretty much this exact thing, um, talking about food sacrifice to idols. And, um, you know, so I think this is good to know that Christians, even back when Paul was writing, um, were asking pretty much this very question. Like, we're Christians now, we have the Holy Spirit in us, we have all authority, what do we do about other gods? that people are worshiping, and especially food sacrificed to other gods. Like, does that mean we're participating if we eat it? Does that mean we're, now we're denying Christ? You know, that kind of thing. And Paul says in verse uh, 4, chapter 8, verse 4, in 1 Corinthians, So then about eating food sacrificed to idols, we know that an idol is nothing at all in the world, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that there is no God but one. Just stop there. Like, this idol that the food is sacrificed to, it's nothing. It doesn't even exist. Right. Um, And so then it goes on to say, yet for us, there is but one God, one, the father from whom all things come. And there's one Lord Jesus Christ, whom through whom all things came and through whom we live. And Paul's saying like all thing, all food, all drink, everything comes from him first. Yeah. Okay. Now, then it talks about it's not about food that brings us near to God or that can take us away from God. It's not like the food. Right. We are no worse if we do not eat and no better if we do. But then in verse 9, he gives, I think, a really good application to how we should view maybe other people who are viewing Halloween as being Satan's day, let's say. Right. right? And he says, be careful, however, that the exercise of your rights does not become a stumbling block to the weak. For if someone with a weak conscience sees you with all your knowledge, you have all this, we've got freedom in Christ. That's right. We can do trick-or-treating with no problem. We can go to a Halloween party, whatever. But if someone with a weak conscience sees you with all your knowledge eating in an idol's temple, that's really important. That's that's the key. Right? That's a key thing right there. So you're eating in an idol's temple. You're allowed to do that as a Christian. That's what Paul's saying. You can do that. But if somebody sees you there, won't that person be emboldened to eat what is sacrificed to idols? And so this weak brother or sister for whom Christ died, this is your brother and sister in Christ, is actually destroyed by your knowledge. And now you are sinning because you're using your freedom to make another brother stumble. And that we cannot do. So we have freedom in all things. Paul says, all things are lawful for me, but not everything is beneficial. Um, And so that's why I was saying, when you, if you're, if you're going or I have your kids dressing up for Halloween, don't go as something that if somebody sees it, they think, oh, this is somebody who is on in the dark realm in terms of being dressing sure. up as a ghost or, sure. or, you know, anything that has connotations like that, um, even though you would be free to, but that's not going to help your witness to them, you know? Um, so then at the end, in verse 13, Paul says, therefore, if what I eat causes my brother or sister to fall into sin, I will never eat meat again. Right so that I will not cause them to fall. So what's the, the governing principle? What's the, the, the biggest thing that we can take away is how we are to live for Christ and for our brothers and sisters too. Right. And also for the world, for those who are not saved, especially on such a day when so many people are doing evil things. We got to be that light in the right. dark place as yeah. much as we possibly can. Yeah, that came up tonight too. Uh, John brought that up, mm-hmm. you know, being the light in, in that situation. Um, yeah, that's good. And then uh, 1 Corinthians, what, 10, 19 talks about it also. Mm-hmm. You know, and he says, 
what do I imply then that food offered to idols is anything or that an idol is anything? Again, it just reiterates there's nothing there. No. Um, no, I imply that what pagan sacrifice they offer to demons and not to God. I do not want you to be participants with demons. Mm-hmm. Um, you cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. Mm-hmm. And what he's referring to there, he's referring to, like you, you had read there, being in that that um, atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's like going in, and they use this example mm-hmm. of going in, like, you know, the, the a witch you know you you knock on the door and and she's like oh come on in and you know we're we're having a uh we're having a, a coven a, a coven meeting, meeting yeah. and it's a snickers like you know <laughs> right. a sa- or a snickers uh offering kind of thing now you're actually entering yes. into that situation yeah. and now you you're essentially becoming a participant right. in that right. yep. it's different than the candy you know coming to the door and you know, somebody's just giving you a piece of candy right. kind of thing. Yep. So, yeah, that's where it's like you, you get that. You get two different, like, things. You know, don't eat food sacrifice idols. Eat food sacrifice idols. Right. It's fine. You right. know, it's like, yep. well, what are the differences? Exactly. Well, that, those are the differences, yep. you know. And those are, they're, they're brought up right in <clears throat> yeah. Scripture. So yeah. it's something we have to be able to put things in their proper category, in their proper place, so that we come to the right conclusion based on what Paul is saying in right. Scripture. But it actually makes the most sense in application, too. Yeah. It's like we're totally free in Christ, but watch out for um, anything that could lead you to participating in demonic right. things. We do not want to be doing that. And then not causing your brother to stumble. Exactly. To stumble. And that's, that's right in First Corinthians there, um, 10. You know, 23, all things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. There it is. You know, all things are lawful, but not all things build up. Mm-hmm. Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. Mm-hmm. Eat whatever is sold in the meat market mm-hmm. without raising any question on the ground of conscience. Mm-hmm. You know, for the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, there you go. Yeah. You know? Yeah, read through but all that whole chapter. Such from, a great chapter. From chapter 8 to <clears throat> chapter 10. That's a big chapter. <laughs> Eight through ten. Well, it's really all one passage, you know. I know. It's right? one letter. One letter. Um, but we can't read through it all right now, obviously. But like the whole thing, this is exactly what it's talking about. So if you're wondering about, like, really about Halloween, like, should I let my kids trick or treat? You know, should I go to this party? Should I whatever? Like that, it should yeah. really be your, your marching orders as that's to big, as to what we should do. It's like right on. Yeah. That's, and that's the nature of love. You know, am I willing to sacrifice my own freedom? Yep. Exactly. You know, to yep. to make sure that that people around me are um, are built up. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So. If if somebody when I play really loud metal music, if they're offended by it, you mm. know, I mean, I'm I'm half kidding, but kind of true. <laughs> then it's like then I shouldn't do that. And if I did that, and then they're offended by it, and I don't mean we should have thick skin and not be offended yeah. by little things, but but if it causes them to stumble, let's put it that way, sure. then it's like, then I can't do that. And if I do that, then I'm sinning, even though if I'm at my house by myself, I can totally listen to metal. Sure. And, you know, that's the most godly music out there. So Yeah, and that, okay. I mean, there, there are things. All righty then. But there are things I think that, you know, um, I'm kind of formulating the thought as I'm, as I'm well, sitting a, here. It's a good way to um, <laughs> It's not something I've really thought much about, but, uh, but there's, you know, there's an aspect of, okay, um, are my freedoms, you know, uh, do I, can I, um, can I curb my freedoms Mm. for the benefit of others? Mm. But then there are certain things where can I curb my obligations to Christ for the benefit of others? You can't do that. You know, so Mm. it's like, if this is, and like, uh, 
if it's going to make peace with someone for me to, well, just adjust who I am in Christ, maybe tell a little lie or something like mm. that, you know, but that's going to make things better for them. Mm. Mm. Two wrongs don't make Can't right. do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's where there's definitely a difference there. The other thing this related to conscience, what you're mm-hmm. talking about, the, uh, what you do, right? What does scripture say? It says that what you do, uh, in faith, you know, um, if, if you do it, Anything that does not come from yeah. faith. Anything that does not come from faith is sin. sin. Yeah. Right. And and so regarding this, I think this is a great example of what that would be talking about with that this guy who was, you know, he was into, you know, Satanism and all this stuff. Is that for him Yes. Coming out of that I'm glad you brought that up. I was gonna bring that the, up. The um it, it, like Halloween is a wicked thing. Yep. And he can't take part in it. Yeah. So it's like, listen, dude. Don't do it. Don't even get close yeah, to it because like, yeah, you totally might be tempted understand. to go back into it. You know, there might have been a demonic thing like stronghold that you put sure. up there that that's going to awaken again. Yeah. You know, that's that would not be right for you to do that. That would be a sin for him to go back. Right. But I don't think it's right for him to then kind of paint a broad brush that everybody right. then who participates in Halloween, you know, would have the same. Uh, it would be right. the sin for everybody to do that because they're what 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 do you say? Um, cheating on God, or right? Whatever. Yeah, it's like use that that's term, over. God, yeah. That's overblowing the the yeah. whole issue. Um, but it would be, you know, there's a reason we serve grape juice for communion sure. and not wine. You know, if people come in who have an alcoholic problem or have been free from that for ten years, and then we're serving wine, like could that trigger them to then go back into that lifestyle? You know, it would not be right for them to to do that then. Sure. You know, and so that's one reason that we do that, obviously. Um, but doesn't mean that. If you use wine for communion, that that's wrong because it could make somebody, you know. I mean, Jesus obviously used it. Depends as wine, on your so. perspective on transubstantiation. That's true too. too. So <laughs> it's not great juice or wine; it's blood. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so um, this is another question for you, right? Okay. I think we addressed it though, okay. but I'm going to ask anyway. Uh huh. So, all right, coming from ah, we addressed it, but. Coming from the perspective of someone who leans post-millennial, mm-hmm. how would you view, how, what is your view of Halloween, like, like from the perspective of a post-millennial? Um, well, the whole world is Jesus' world. It's God's world, including the supernatural realm. All right. We touched on that. We are called to... Go and make disciples of all the nations. Touched on that. I know that. Mm -hmm. This (laughs) Um, is good. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, And Satan can't stop it. Can't stop the spread of the gospel, right? He is... He is powerless to stop it. Gates of hell cannot prevail. I'll mention that at the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, And so when we do not fear Satan or the evil realm or whatever, like we have to... Christians have to play a part in the redemption of Halloween. Because otherwise, what's gonna happen? It's not gonna get any better if Christians don't take a stand, right? So for a Christian to say, it's a pagan thing, I don't want any part of it, I'm gonna turn the lights off, I'm not gonna give any candy or whatever like that. How are you winning the nations for Christ then? How are you witnessing to your community then? You're not doing anything. You are hiding your lamp under a bushel, 
which Jesus says to not do. If you're the light of the world and the salt of the world, then you have to do whatever you can to bring the gospel into this situation, this really dark world. Um, And like we said, this is an incredible witnessing opportunity where children are literally coming to your door and saying, we want to be part of the kingdom, <laughs> right? It's like, we have to take that yeah. and, and, and run with it. Now, I do think it would be different um, if I had kids. I don't know how I, I might feel differently about it, right? And I would totally get, I don't want my kids out with all of these crazy costumes and all of that. I don't know who the people are at the door, you know, and I want to protect my kids. Totally get that. So I'm talking from a single person, you know, um, in terms of the authority that I have in Christ. And I'm responsible just to myself right now, you know. Um, So with that in mind, it's like, bring it on. I'm not scared, like, about anything. Like, if anything, I'm going to pray more for the demonic things that are going on in the world at that time, because it is a satanic, you know, that's... Yeah, they utilize They utilize it. You know, people like Satanists will get married on that day or they'll sacrifice, you know, whatever, which, again, doesn't really mean anything. They think it means something, apparently. But um, but for us... And they'll 666. Well, I I would also say... um, I would also say for non-Christians, you can open up yourself to demonic powers um, because you are not you don't have the armor of God on, you know? So I'm talking specifically for Christians um, about not fearing Satan, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. All that to say, for me, um, we have to do something. And if we do what we're called to do to bring the light there, God's going to use that. And Lord willing, and in his time, he's going to start turning that around, making it into what he wants it to be. Sure. You know? Well, and this, this is, this is a, a, a point that, I think I think it's important for us to to kind of understand, and this should give us some motivation for future things. M- me personally, and and uh, I've probably mentioned this, but I, I want to be careful not to in, indict the whole church. Mm-hmm. I don't know all the the details; it's a bad judgment. But I can look at what what's going on in the culture, and understanding the 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 scripture you know, as, as well as I do, which is not great. You know, I'm not going to say <laughs> if I you got only like knew a, scripture as much as I do. <laughs> an amazing handle on the word of God, but just a being saved for 30, yeah. what, 31 years, you know, like I have a lot of experience in, in that. Um, so seeing the Lord work and seeing how he works. And then, then as the Lord reveals, you know, his scripture or opens my eyes to his word a little bit better. And, and we talk about these kind of things, you know, you start to see like, maybe the church just dropped the ball. Mm -hmm. You know, we look at our culture now and we're like, Oh, things are so crazy. They're so bad. They're so this, and maybe the perspective shouldn't be, you know, well, things are going to get worse and worse. And then we're going to, we're just going to, you know, you know, the, you know, maybe go through tribulation or not through tribulation mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Maybe that shouldn't be the perspective. Mm-hmm. Maybe it should be that, wow, things are pretty bad because the church yeah. allowed that to happen. Because right. we're running away. Yeah. From- instead of, yeah, instead of engaging, mm-hmm. we're backing out and allowing ground to be taken. Yeah. Right. You know, and it's like, well, guys, come on, let's go. We yeah. got it. We got to do this. We can, we can do this. You know, to, uh, and it's not, 
And I hope um, with any any um, like eschatological end times viewpoint, I think all Christians should be on the that, same page yeah, at, of that. Let's yeah. not leave things the way that they are in shambles. Exactly. You know, if things are really bad, like, well, it's kind of our job to go sure. and fix that with the gospel. Right. So, you know, we can't be backing out on a day when it that day is ripe for the picking, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, like like I said, people are literally coming to your door, or you can go and knock on people's door. It's like, you should probably get your gospel shoes on and go, you yeah. know? Let's go, man. Let's take it. I love that. I love it, actually. Uh, but th- it, those are, you know, it's encouraging when you look at it that way. Yeah, You right, know, you can be right. so discouraged when you're like, yeah. oh. You know, look how bad things are. Yeah. It's like, all right, fix it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, we Let's have go. The, we, we, have, got the, we got the words. We have we the, the thing that can fix it. it. Exactly. Yes. You know, we were saved for a purpose. Yeah. You know, and exactly. it's not just to be saved. Right. You know, yep. it's like, yeah, Lord likes, you know, he wants our, our, you know, um, it's, it's for his, we'll say this, it's for his pleasure we were saved. Mm-hmm. You know, we know what he wants us to do. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what what else you got? We are his workmanship created in Christ to do good works, yes. which he's prepared beforehand. Yeah. So we can walk in it. Amen. Not for our own yep. things, right? And so um, I have some takeaways, but if you have more stuff you want uh, to bring up. Yeah, I, just, I think I should just uh, bring up um, the way that our culture now glorifies like Halloween and oh, stuff. Sure, it does yeah. the same thing mm-hmm. for Christmas yeah. and for everything. Um, it grabs on the selfishness of the human um, psyche, you know. Yeah. So, what is it for Halloween? I can get candy and I can dress up as something cool and you know ghoulish. Well, this is the ethical aspect yes. of it too, right? Yes. And so we've touched on all of them, I think. Yeah. And uh, they and they do a good job. Yeah. Right? Um, so the same thing for Thanksgiving, gluttony, right? Yeah. Same thing for not being thankful to God for what you have, but instead let's like do an overabundance until we're you know yeah. sick with eating. You know, for Christmas. Is that wrong? Same. Well, for one day, it's fine to, to be a glutton, right? That's, That's right. in the Bible. What if I'm it's a glutton there. every day and then I take that day off? <laughs> Does that make it a good day? <laughs> I've sanctified that day. <laughs> That's right. Hey, you regard one day for you. I regard this one day. <laughs> you serve God in your way. I'll serve God in his. I love it. That is great one of the best one-liners i want to laugh as if it's the first time i heard it that's a doug wilson if you have an opportunity to listen to doug he's mm-hmm. great yeah he's also been on remnant radio oh yes mm-hmm. and we'll we'll actually they, like we're using terminology maybe people haven't like really heard we're mm-hmm. talking about post-millennialism sure, and those yeah. kind of things and uh i don't really even like using the terminology because yeah. it kind of like can be a, a turn people away a little bit yeah um just because of the term you know um but we didn't but, make it up. Right. If, 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 and this is, we would encourage anyone, if you ever want to find out about what all these different points of view are, post-millennialism. Watch the video. Pre-millennialism, <laughs> historic pre-mill, um, uh, dispensational pre-mill, mm-hmm. uh, and amillennial. You know, so yes. these are the different millennial viewpoints. The, there is a video which it was like it really catapulted <laughs> counterculture too. It Big was really time. like the first thing that Big we time. studied um, that opened up my eyes to the end times in yeah. a way that never yeah. was before. And I probably watched that video probably thirty yeah. times. Yeah, wow. And it, and if nothing else, it in, in it, chunks. it you know you may not agree with yeah. some of the points of view, but but if you Getting if you will listen it. to it 
and listen to everybody's point of view, it just helps to be like, you know, maybe maybe think about things mm-hmm. in a, a little deeper way, mm-hmm. you know, and that's awesome mm-hmm. if you can do that. Yeah. Um, but it's we call it the video, you know, because <laughs> so of how many times we reference uh, it and have gone yeah, over it. It's called an evening of eschatology. Yes. Maybe we could we'll link it. it. In we'll link yeah, it. We in. can link yeah. it in there. So so that'll give you a, a better um, understanding of the mm-hmm. terminology. My point with uh, with the, the the way that our culture has made Halloween into um, really it's the same way that it does with every other holiday. Like Christmas is the same way. I know people, some of my really really close friends, who they don't really celebrate Christmas. Not because they don't want to celebrate Jesus' birth, not because the pagan origins or mm-hmm. stuff like that, but because of what we have done yeah, in our culture to make to commercialize it mm-hmm. and to make it all about getting gifts, you know, um, and losing the spirit of what Christmas is all about, you know, uh, giving gifts and, of course, the one who died on the tree for us, yeah. you know. that's yeah. So, but we can reclaim that, you know, and you can do that with your kids, too. Like, we, we put presents under the tree. Jesus sure. was are present on the tree, you know, like, and things like that. So, but if that is a reason, like, there's definitely a place for somebody to be like, I just don't want to do anything on Halloween because um, I don't want to get involved with anything that could be considered, you know, satanic or whatever. And that's fine. As long as you're convinced in your own mind. As a matter of fact, if you're convinced in your own mind the other way, but then you still do it, that yeah, would be a that's, sin. That's bad. Yeah. So that's what uh, they brought up Romans 14, where Paul says somebody um, prefers one day over another day. Or yeah. they even talk about new moons and feast days and Sabbath yeah. days, you know, stuff like that. And then he says, let each be convinced in his own mind. Yeah. So we like watch that video, the podcast video, uh, Remnant Radio, um, and then obviously our video and do a study of yourself and be convinced in your own mind and then follow the Spirit's leading. Because not all things have to be right or wrong. Some things you have to delve into it for. What about for me in my situation? Right. What about for my family? How is the witness? What is my community like? You know, is it a community that is always doing getting drunk on this day or whatever? Maybe I don't want to be. Sure. Yeah, block party. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, laid out. Yep. So allow for the, the spirit to lead you um, and read his word and be convinced in your own mind and then um, do sure. the best, make the best decision that you can. Yeah, let your conscience be your conscience. Uh, yeah, Mike, Mike brings that up, mm-hmm. the, the other Mike mm-hmm. um, brings it up. It's like he doesn't want to have the, somebody else's conscience. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's just not how it works. Mm-hmm. So you want to formulate your own opinion. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely a, a definite takeaway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's how we should establish all of our opinions. You know, so what are some other takeaways from this? You know, if I if I may, unless yep. you got something no. else. Okay. Um, the uh, so really, when we look at this day or any other day, mm-hmm. we're going to look at it from the Christian perspective of propriety, intent. You know, mm-hmm. um, am I am I, you know, am I honoring God in what I'm doing? And if I'm yep. honoring God in who I am and how I'm presenting myself and I'm being a light and I'm being salt and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, then any day, it doesn't matter what the day is. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what people, everybody else is doing on the day. Mm -hmm. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And so it's like, it's like however you would carry yourself in any situation, carry yourself the same way on, on a Halloween. And that's just because, because it's who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're um, a new creation in Christ. Yep. 
So, so that's so. So I think that's a good takeaway, you know, because we can be like, well, we have to, you know, oh, if I dress up and all this stuff, it's like, okay, but do it in propriety, do mm-hmm. it modestly, you know. Right. They talk about that, you know, that becomes an issue, you know, the mm-hmm. lascivious kind of whatever you stuff do, that's going do on. it for the Lord and exactly. for His glory. Exactly. And the earth is the Lord. Yeah. The Lord's yeah. and the and fullness there. Yeah. Everything fullness in thereof, it yes. is the Lord's. Yeah. So celebrate God, not yeah. the holiday. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, and again, you mentioned the conscience. You know, if mm-hmm. your conscience bears witness against this mm-hmm. thing, then maybe take a step mm-hmm. back and say, "All right, I got to make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing." And don't judge a, sh- a weaker brother or exactly. a stronger brother. You know, exactly. if you feel like you have the the right to do that and the authority, you know, and all that to do that, go do it. But if somebody doesn't feel like they can do that right now. Don't judge them. Be like, oh, you're just not as strong of a believer or something. Yeah. It's like we're all in the same status here. Sure. We're all on the same level. Or the other Christ. way around, you right. know, yeah. where it's like, oh, I can't believe you like that guy, right. you know, you know. Right. Exactly. I don't see how anybody could do that. Right. You know, that yeah. if they're a Christian, it's like, ah. you know, it's like we talked about it a little bit. It's, mm-hmm. it's that same idea of like, you know, Seventh Day Adventists or whatever, mm-hmm. where it's like, well, you can't eat pork. Mm-hmm. Well, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Well, you, and you can't. You have to worship on Saturday. It's like so. Hold on. The Lord gave you this message mm-hmm. for you, and now you're forcing it on mm-hmm. everybody. Right? Else. Yeah. <laughs> it's like well, when the scripture and that's a problem. The scripture literally tells you it's not about what you eat or drink. I know. And Jesus declared all foods clean, yes. which I'm pretty sure pork would be. Yeah. You know, included yeah. in that. It's amazing. But, it's amazing. But it's yeah. just you know, and that's that's a, a problem sometimes. You know, we can we can get. Um, this is a subject for another time, you know, we can get a message from the Lord, you know, he opens our eyes to, to something, or maybe he's dealing with something that we have to deal with in our hearts. Yeah. And, uh, and that's for us, you know, it's like mm-hmm. he, he's speaking to us about something. Mm-hmm. If I were to take what he's speaking to me and then be like, listen, you really need to do this. Mm-hmm. That's not right. That's yeah. wrong, and that's how you know. That's how you get JWs. That's how you get you know the. Um, again, Why are you always harping on the <laughs> the JWs? Oh yeah, you brought up Seventh Day Adventists. Okay, yeah, yeah that I guess. I'm gonna harp yeah. on them too. Yeah. Um, but uh, speaking about not judging, maybe I'll offend brothers. somebody, but <laughs> well, I, I'm judging the unscriptural nature know, of what I they're. Know, yeah, no, but I uh, I'm just yeah. But, you know, so that's how, but that's how you get that stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like, so we have to just yes. be careful putting our own conscience on somebody else. You know, yeah. uh, the word that we receive from the Lord, not that it's a new revelation, mm-hmm. you know, in a sense, but just the Lord revealed scripture to yeah, us. Yeah, just leading you in. Yeah, leading us in all truth. Because we all, we live different lives. Yeah. You know, we have different things going on in our in our life. I mean, you can see it in different cultures, you know, how different <laughs> words mean different things. A swear word here is a, mm-hmm. not a swear word over there, you know, and it's like, so maybe that wouldn't be right for you to say here but maybe in another culture would be fine it's the same thing when talking about something like this in our culture halloween is what it's become right now but who knows in 20 years like if it will take on a whole different meaning and then maybe it wouldn't be right to go or maybe it would be totally fine because it completely changed you know but we have it as it is right now and so using the biblical principles like like really read through first corinthians 8 through 10 as your guiding way you know to to understand exactly what you should do in this situation because i think it just hits the nail on the head from god's word not from us you know (laughs) sure sure well that's good thoughts man yeah man i like that this was a good conversation i think hopefully hopefully this uh maybe is useful for some people Mm -hmm. you know i think it was good for the group 
Uh, mm-hmm. We had a good group tonight, too. It was nice. Yeah. And, and I, so, I also want to mention, like, um, all the comments on last week's video. Oh, yes. Like, it's yeah. awesome. We got three comments, one from Kvar, one from J. Reese Bradley. Yeah. And one from Jenny, who I may or may not have an affiliation <laughs> with. Um, but it's awesome. You know, just uh, very encouraging. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and seeing you guys, not just commenting, but you're definitely, like, watching you're watching the videos yeah. and trying to understand everything and giving us different things to think about also yeah, you know? yeah. and definitely uh feel free to to throw some some ideas our way yeah you know maybe some subjects you want to deal with mm-hmm. um that would be you know we're open to all that mm-hmm. stuff you know so um <clears throat> and there's a lot of stuff that we've already covered a lot of times well we're going to be going over stuff that we had gone over probably two years ago mm-hmm. right um, we're going to start up a series uh, how then shall we live, mm-hmm. Francis Schaeffer? Saint, Fra- Saint Francis. Oh baby, it's so good. You it know, is so really good. The yeah. the the uh, just an amazing, you know, kind of modern day prophet kind of stuff mm-hmm. because he's such a uh, student of history. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Know? It's like amazing. So <laughs> if you know but, history, uh, <laughs> you'll know what the future will contain. <laughs> sure, um, but uh, but yeah, thanks for coming for for joining us tonight for Counterculture mm-hmm. Catch Up, and uh, if you can get an opportunity to come out. Um, and it's uh, 7.30 on Friday nights, mm-hmm. and uh, we'd love to see you out there. Um, if you enjoy this, keep liking it, yep. keep commenting. commenting. Yep. And uh, we're... Tell somebody. Yeah, tell, yeah, definitely tell. Especially tell with people. Halloween share right it. around the corner. Yeah, for sure. Share it, for sure. And, uh, you know, so, and subscribe to Freedom Church NJ. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great preaching up there. Really, really solid teaching. Mm-hmm. Our Pastor Steve is is great. You, you, know. you might also see a petrifying yeah. pastor yeah, yeah. on there, too. You might see a limping pastor. <laughs> That's in, true, in too. Yeah. A week. But uh, so, yeah, so come out, um, listen to the podcast on mm-hmm. uh, not only watch it on YouTube, mm-hmm. but go to anywhere that you can get a podcast, mm-hmm. Apple, Google, all that stuff. And this is the key thing, yes, it is. right? Yep. And this has everything to do with what we're talking about, yes. that the gates of hell will not prevail, cannot prevail against the church of christ i have to all righty then amen (laughs) amen